1: Domble. The
2: new day let me talk to you. Baby. If I can be serious for a minute. For the love of God, stand wait for the music!
1: Move it to the music yeah. Acknowledge me.
2: Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the Commissioner of the United States of the Americas. And I am joined as always by the MVP of the ChairShot and ChairShot Radio Network. He is one of my bestest of friends. He is none other than Christopher Platt. Christopher! It's DWI 303, and it's just you and me.
3: Seasons greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode 303. It's just PC and me. We're going to go hee hee hee. And I'm going to
2: say yetity. Hootie Hootie hoo. Oh, folks, this episode is very much worthy of an old Mike Man and PC Tunny DWI After Dark episode. I feel like we should have hit some Racer Ramon music to start this one. Uh, Christopher and I, it's a, should we tell the interesting story of of what happened today? Should we, should we pull back the curtain of the, of how this podcast came There was not supposed to be a DWI 303, folks. The cards have turned had turned, PC Tony took a nap and and shit hit the fan when he woke up.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's literally what happened. I I guess, I mean, we don't have a whole lot of other shit to talk about, so we might as well get into it, right?
2: Sure. So if DP and and AJ don't like it, I don't think they're really going to give a shit, to be honest with you. Um, DP wasn't feeling good today. He tried to wait as long as he could to see if he was going to feel better and was telling us, Basically, about I don't know what did he message us about an hour and a half before the show, maybe two hours before the show. He's like, if any, if, if, unless something changes, I'm I'm a no go today, which wasn't a big deal. Um, it was still the three of us. Shit happens, um, so we're messaging yeah. back.
3: Shout and- out to shout out to DP though. He's got that Amarion <laughs> variant, I think, of the COVID. So uh, we our thoughts and prayers go out to the architect um, and Amar- the scientist.
2: Amarion? <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what it's
3: called Omicron God bless you
2: I'll continue uh, so nonetheless we we power through and forward and we're messaging back and forth and Chris is like yeah good to go same time we'll do it we had another project we were going to kick off today but there's something really fun coming your way uh, next week I would imagine on the DWI podcast and it might carry through to the rest of the radio network so keep yours out for that I think you're really going to enjoy it you'll know it when you hear it and AJ is not responding this is all happening in the text thread that myself Chris AJ and DP have for the DWI podcast and AJ's not responding and I'm thinking well he's just he's just kind of you know going with the flow he'll be there um and all of a sudden Chris is like the plumber's still here I'm I'm, I'm not gonna make can we wait we're like all right let's we'll wait yeah no worries just take whatever happens He's like, man, this, this guy ain't leaving. Just start without me if you want. If I miss it, whatever. We're like, okay. I'm like, AJ, uh, blah, 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 in 10 minutes or whatever. About 20 minutes later, I'm like, AJ, whenever you're ready. And then I finally look another 10 minutes later at my phone and in my DMs and Twitter. He's like, for some reason, I'm not getting text messages. What's going on? Because we were pretty much farther ahead from when we had planned on starting and I'm like, "Oh, we're let's jump on right now. You and I are going to go." He's like, "Yeah, I waited and then I left and went out with with the old lady." So, that's fine. He's out and about. Chris is with the plumber. DP's not feeling good. I text Greg DeMarco cuz, you know, him and, and Andrew and I we take care of the the scheduling as far as chair shot, the website and and um and, and and the radio part and like no DWI this week. So, we'll 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 plug something in there and get you guys some some uh New content we have saved up, saved up or, or something that we uh, haven't played in a while that's a classic. Well, then Chris messaged me and he goes, well, the, the plumber just left there. Are you guys still recording? And I'm like, no. <laughs> this all happened. Would you like to jump on and uh, and do a quick 30 minutes? And needless to say, uh, that was that was 48 minutes ago <laughs> before we started recording now. And uh, we, we've been drinking, so it's been an interesting, and all this happened because I took a nap at one uh, thirty Central Time today. Chris, would you like to jump in here and give any thoughts or anything I missed on this overall interesting way that we led ourselves to actually recording DWI 303 on time this week, as long as my computer doesn't take a shit while recording or in the process of posting.
3: I mean, you, you broke it down pretty well. I, I didn't think I was going to be able to be here, but three hours and $1,100 later, here I am. And I'm a little pissed off. I'm sure the work got done nice and fine. Shout out to the plumbing company that we hired. But next time, I need to find me a crackhead, Sonny, because I could have got that shit done for 500 bucks, parts and labor, and kept it moving like an escalator. But yet here we are. But shout out to Reliable Heating and Plumbing. They did a, a fan, fabulous job,
2: I'm sure. Well, we'll find out how reliable as the weeks go on here. Hopefully, uh, Reliable Heating and Plumbing is, is like a good referee. You, you, you hear their name announced at the beginning of the game, and, and you never hear it again. Uh, what you need yourself is a good house husband, my friend. And uh, we, I know we've both been watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, so. That's fair.
3: I'm still working on a second wife. How am I going to get a house husband in this melon farmer?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, we we got a penis in the household, man. That's more than enough.
2: I was just wanted to shout out J.B. Smoove in the house husband episode, basically.
3: Shout out to J.B. Smooth and the House Husband episode. Curb got off to a, a rocky start the first couple episodes, but it's it's right back like it left so oh,
2: Man, I tell you, uh, Tracy Allman plays the annoying, disgusting, uh, you know, uh, 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 political, local political figure to a T. Everything she does. She's such a great character, actress, actor, actress, whatever you want. To, I don't know if we're using trust anymore. Apparently not. I'm sorry if that offended anybody. I'm not really sorry. It's because I just feign sincerity sometimes. But uh, I love Tracy Allman, and I love what she's doing. I think she's going to win an Emmy or whatever. They still award people for guest spotting on things of these series kinds of natures. Considering streaming is fucked that award industry up. Chris, talk before I uh, keep talking forever. I think it is an Emmy, maybe a
3: Golden Globe or something like that, but whatever it is, she deserves it. She smells like slammy. pickles. She talks with her mouth open. Maybe a slammy, yes. Can we get Tracy Allman <laughs> oh, a slammy shit. this year? I'm 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 here for that. Tracy Ull- for that.
2: give Tracy Allman one run with Brock Lesnar and she'll be the third best manager of all time.
3: Oh shit, because Paul's with the bloodline now, so Tracy Allman is gonna be his new mouthpiece, his new, <laughs> new advocate. <laughs> Can you imagine,
2: in, this, Can you imagine? In, in the character that she Can plays in the character that she plays on curve as well?
3: Yeah. So she's on the microphone and food is flying out her mouth while she's talking. Okay. I just sitting there in the character that he's playing right now as well <laughs> with the beard and the ponytail and the fucking, uh, uh, flannel shirt and whatnot. Oh yeah. I'm here for that. Let's, let's make that happen. However, whomever we need to talk to to make this happen. Nick Khan, holler your boy. Let's make this shit happen.
2: I heard his dad's kind of busy. We're going to get to that. All right, folks, what we're going to do now is we are going to make sure that we're still recording because things have been sketchy lately. We're good to go, Chris. We're good to go. We're still recording. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a commercial break. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the 303rd episode of DWI and uh, make sure you continue to listen to everything on the ChairShot Radio Network. We're going to be back very shortly.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
3: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads, we ask, we implore, we assist upon you. Where T-Mine is, what, five, six days out from the most wonderful time of the year, Christmas, you still got a couple of gifts out there and a couple of people that you need to buy gifts for and you're not sure what exactly to get them. Why don't you kill two birds with one stone? You get something for Aunt Agnes. You get something for Grandmama. You get something for Cousin Junebug or Larry or Biff or Bart or Steve or whatever the fuck his name is. While simultaneously supporting your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude as the glass clinks and the ice melts. But that's neither here nor there. By going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot t-shirt, we literally have something for everyone. The reason for the season, Jesus did the job and his dad was the promoter. That's perfect for your grandmother. She doesn't have to know that it has anything to do with the wrestling. She's just going to see Jesus and she's going to go up. She She's going to go up on a Tuesday and she's going to jump for joy. And she's going to be about as happy as a troop in a whorehouse. As a soldier in a whorehouse, she's going to be happy. She ain't going to know nothing. Get her that. We've got, you know, you're you're sick of Fox News. You're sick of CNN. You're sick of uh, fucking MSNBC. It doesn't matter what aisle that your family falls on the political spectrum. They probably got some problems with journalism in this country right now, right, right, right? So why not gift them with the hashtag journalism shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and many, many other cool the designs. Again, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the chair shot, the best way to make sure that we keep providing that content you love so much day in and day out here at the chair shot is by supporting the movement and going to pro Wrestling forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. Again, the chairshot.com. We are not just a website as I alluded to earlier, we're also a movement. And you're going to look out for your family members that you love but not necessarily like and don't know where to get them. So there you go. Killing two birds with one stone. You're welcome, listener. You're welcome. Call me Christopher the Benevolent. I like that.
2: Well, Benevolent Christopher, let's let everybody know what's happening this week on the 303rd edition of the podcast known as DWI. Well, well, we're
0: waiting. Well,
3: Sheet, and I'm also curious to see what's going to go on on the 303rd episode of DWI Podcast. Because, hell, I don't know. It's been it's been all downhill since 300, folks.
2: <laughs> you know, it's been true for the last couple episodes. You didn't know, but you know what's happening tonight. We did this one together.
3: And I still don't know what's happening tonight. Why don't you let the good folks and myself know what's on store or what's on tap? I with shall. Platt
2: I will. Will you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we're going to talk about KO resigning with WWE. We're also going to get into what you might want to see from day one that would bloom at WrestleMania. That's an addition I put in that you didn't know. Kyrie Irving, we're going to get into some sports talk here, a little three-man weave overtime is now going to be playing some road games and practice at the New Jersey Nets facility. He'll be coming back unvaccinated. Urban Meyer fired. We touched on that Thursday morning on three-man weave that it was getting close, and we thought, how much longer could he last? And, well, he didn't last the rest of that evening. And a last call that Christopher knows nothing about, but I would imagine, I would imagine, if if you just took a big smell you might get a whiff of what I'm cooking so now that I've mentioned smell I'm going to ring the bell I Dude, I got the big show sheet, I had the open, I got the bell. I did some work today. I was, like, all disappointed when we weren't going to record. I was like, I just fucking pulled and edited all that sound for nothing. DP will be back next week, and it'll be another 42 weeks of me not playing that sound again.
3: It's actually funny, because I, I could see it on your face. You're, you were literally so excited that you had done your homework, and now it's just for naught.
2: It's like <laughs> your, your your last name is at the end of the alphabet and you never do your homework, but you did it this time. And the teacher usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays starts alphabetically last to call your grade out. But today, for some reason, you decided to start first and no one cares by the end and notice that you actually <laughs> got that hundred out of nowhere.
3: Hey, you, let this be a lesson to you. No good deed goes unpunished, sir. So there you go. You might as well live a life of debauchery.
2: Man, I I feel like back in the recesses of my brain that we actually even have more that we could provide for the folks here that listen to the DWI podcast. He's buying
3: time right now for those that don't don't. know trying to find some shit. I don't.
2: I was going to try and get some Kevin Owens music, but I just have, well, let's do this. This will be fun. Would you like to hear the sound? I have two Kevin Owens sound bites. Would you like to hear K.O.? and One's called K.O. and Braun, and the other one... Well, we'll listen to both. Which one do you want to listen to first? K.O. and Braun, or K.O. turns on Kofi? Which one would you like to listen to first?
3: Does it matter, and we're going to hear them both?
2: Well, I'm asking you, I'm giving you options of what, this is like a good magician. He's trying to distract you from the fact that you have no choice either way, but you have a choice, which one you can select first. You're going to, you're, you're going to fucking get them both.
3: Yeah. I, I I just look like this, Tony. I'm not really an idiot. Just play them. Okay. Ron caught Kevin and a half. What? No, no, he's driving. No. Kevin Owens oh, up to the, a little the oh, Owens to the top like the of the I like the looks ladder. of this. Oh my! Oh my! Not, not I great. I just had flash. I just had flashbacks of uh, um, my child's conception. A lot of oh my god, oh my god. And when you know it, who won the pony? I I snuck one past the goalie.
2: I dig a pony, man. Let's listen to the next one. It's twice <laughs> as long. It should be even more uncomfortable. This is what it's all about. Backing up, Kofi. Being in his corner. All right, wait a minute, it in for Billy. Big E. Big E
3: with the assist to Woods. Down goes Rusev.
1: Oh, King Shaka fells Xavier Woods. Oh, wait a minute, Kofi pushed Owens out of the
3: way. Trouble in paradise. Big thinking by Kingston. But oh, what the? Oh,
2: promise folks twice as long and more uncomfortable than the previous soundbite.
3: and that actually is indicative of after I found out I had snuck one past the goalie it was like oh oh looks like trouble folks and then it was trouble in paradise so yeah yeah thanks you you basically just broke down the last 4 months of my life in two sound bites
2: you're welcome let's get to the actual topic of Kevin Owens resigning with the WWE I don't I don't feel like this is a big surprise. I never like I never outwardly on social media tweeted the fact that there's no way Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn is going to AEW, but I don't believe that I ever thought in any podcast that even came up and said that I think they're going to AEW. I always thought they were going to stay. I mean, AJ pointed and made a great point on this very show that it was more likely that Sami would stay than KO just because of his you know, the bigger platform for, you know, the political stance of the troubles that are going on in his home region. But KO, I mean, Greg DeMarco put out something funny. He never thought they were leaving that all these people had him pegged for AEW and now they're, like, flip-flopping on it. And it's like, I responded, why, if you're KO for that paycheck and that exposure and the primo storylines and TV time he gets, why would he leave WWE WWE? He's treated like Miz and Edge and, you know, Seth Rollins and the rest of He's treated like a top-tier guy, even when he's not in the storyline he's in right now. He's in something that's that storyline adjacent. Like, at any time, Kevin Owens could and will continue to challenge for titles. And there's no doubt in my mind that I think he's he's kind of taking over the Sheamus role. Right? Like, Sheamus is on his way out. Kevin Owens has a good, solid number of years left. I think five or six, maybe, if he's smart about it. He can be the babyface or the heel, or he can do both like he's doing right now, Chris.
3: I'm going to be honest, man. I thought there was a possibility that he would be out the door and go to AEW. I'm not going to lie about that.
2: Uh, Before you get on a roll, I I didn't say, I don't, I want to be clear. I agree with you. There was a possibility, but I thought it was less than 50% personally. So that I'll I'll let you, I'll let you go. That's a great point.
3: No, you're fair, man. Because I thought it was more than 50% that he was going to be out the door. But that being
2: said, you weren't more than 75, were you?
3: I probably would have said 75 had I been asked the question two months ago, uh, To just to be honest, just to be fair. Yeah. I probably would have said 75, which I know that doesn't necessarily lend to good podcasting because everybody got to act like all their opinions are always right and this and that. Like, I'm, I'm kind of burying myself here because I'm admitting I was wrong. And I know that's not necessarily what we do in media nowadays, but it is what it is. I was wrong. But I mean. KO, he's he got to be in his late thirties by now, right? It, it, if you don't mind looking that up while I'm, I'm, I continue to uh, pontificate, he's got to be in his late thirties. He's got a family. He's got wife and kids. And from what I've heard, his new deal is worth like two, three million dollars. Coming from. And, you you know, you brought up Sheamus, and you brought up a couple other people as well. So Kevin Owens is 37, which means he's 38, which means he's 40. Okay, cool. But you brought up <laughs> Sheamus and a couple other people. Come on, man. You know how this goes, man. We've been 40 for like three years now. You know that. Am I lying?
2: I don't know. I feel like I, I felt a lot better when I was oh, 30. Well, eh, 37 was where it all started turning downhill, to be honest with you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I felt a lot better when I was thirty-five, and then once it got to thirty-six, it was like, well, 35. Yeah, yeah, Here we think. go.
2: I think it was thirty-four. Yeah, the the last year I played basketball was probably. I'd love to go back. I was man. I was rocking. I was I was back at it. What I just... what, what what was your peak?
3: I I can tell you my peak. My peak was like thirty-one through thirty-four. That was my peak thus far.
2: Man like oh, my Dick but was
3: still working well. You, you I was said, still in I was still in good shape. My oh, line was popping. Oh, I was making in, money. Oh, in life yeah.
2: or in life yeah, or in basketball? Yeah. I thought you meant in basketball. No,
3: no, no. I'm talking about in life. Oh, man. My I, peak was 31 through 34, man. I, I was ain't, my that was I was my best self. I, I in all facets.
2: I ain't got there yet.
3: Good answer. You're you're lying. But um, I appreciate not, your optimism.
2: I'm not no, lying. No, no, all, all I'm jokes aside, good for you. Yeah, yeah. that's I'm what's not, up, man. I'm Seriously. not lying. I'm not lying. I got some ideas.
3: I'm I'm praying my best still happens, man. It just so happens my dick worked better when I was 31, but that's neither here nor there. Let's
2: put it this way. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I've been waking, working. I've been working way too hard lately, and my body feels like shit. But I'm doing it anyway. So we got to get better somewhere. <laughs> I, you
3: know what, I'm gonna speak that shit into existence, Tony. You, my brother, you right. The best is yet to come. I'm with you. you but going back to KO, man, I kind of see KO in that Dolph Ziggler lane. Like you look at a guy like Dolph Ziggler, very similar to KO. He's a guy that the IWC thinks is underutilized. But he, Dolph Ziggler, much like Kevin Owens, if you're a wrestling company, you want to have a guy like that. He's a guy that you can plug into any scenario. He can have a talk show. You can hype him up into the main event. You can use him to get younger talent over. You use him to get you know talent coming back over. You can put him in the tag team division. Whatever role you give him, he's going to fulfill it, and he's going to knock it out the park. Plus, he's got enough spare time where he can go do his comedy thing, whatever, whatever, and he's still making good-ass money. He's kind of like a, a Swiss Army knife. And I feel like KO kind of falls into that same that same realm with Dolph Ziggler. So I'm not mad at him for taking the money. And they're going to fight. I mean, and shit, right now he's in a main event program. He's literally about to wrestle for the WWE title, which by lineage is the more prestigious title on the flagship show. Again, we're talking about lineage on New Year's Day. So, yeah. KKO made the right decision for him and for his family. And these fanboys that are pissed off that he didn't jump ship to AEW, go get some pussy, man. Seriously, y'all are thinking way too hard about this wrestling shit. Go find a way to get you some pussy, and maybe you'll be a lot happy. No, not maybe. You will definitely be a lot happier in life. I'm way happier getting pussy than I was when I wasn't getting pussy. So, you should probably try it.
2: Well, that being said, let's move on to another little thing that I wanted to talk about. And I can go first here. And it's what you would like to see from day one that blooms at WrestleMania. So, it can be something that's ongoing, something that you're anticipating here at, at the pay per view, or even something that leads to something that actually kicks off at Royal Rumble. I'll give you an example. I'm really enjoying the back and forth between Edge and Miz, and we kind of talked about beforehand, and I I think you agree with me that Kevin Owens is kind of on that Edge-Miz level, right? Like, if he can maintain this level for another five years, a couple more championships, some really good storylines, he's that kind of guy that can flip-flop back and forth. At The kind of, you know, non-unbelievably impressive body stature kind of guy. Miz, Edge, and Kevin Owens are all kind of, Special body wise in their own way, you know what I mean? Not really, because Edge is
3: shredded. Edge is shredded, and Miz has a a decent body. I don't, I don't, I I get what you're saying in terms of uh, the character and whatnot, but when you say body type, I don't get that at all.
2: I mean, someone that you don't think is not legitimate but at the same time well, isn't but, like Triple H or The Rock or you know Bobby Lashley or I Biggie. mean but well well let's take Edge
3: out of there cuz Edge is like a legit 64 to 2230 like that's uh,
2: a big motherfucker you know what I mean All right fine we'll we'll, we'll move past that so here's the point <laughs> where's well, what I want to see from the Edge and Miz Storyline I know we had the whole deal with Maurice uh, on TV getting upset and slapping the Miz for putting her in harm's way now that she's a mother of two, right? But that's all part of the storyline, right? So that's the red herring in Maurice like, being upset during the match, but eventually she helps Miz and they laugh and he wins this match, you know, by nefarious means. And then they run into each other at Royal Rumble, and, the, and, the, and, the, and it continues so that they have a blow-off match, finally, like a cage match or, or whatever at the pay-per-view between Rumble and Mania, right? But only this time, Beth Phoenix comes out to help Edge beat Miz. So now it's horse apiece, and we get the mixed tag match at WrestleMania, Miz and Maurice versus Beth Phoenix and Edge. Yeah, I could
3: smoke a bag of that, and I think that's where they're going. Um, I mean, it makes logical sense, you know? Um, In terms of what I'm looking forward to, okay, so number one, full disclosure, and we've talked about it on these airways, I'm going to be in the house for day one because it's emanating from Atlanta, Georgia, and I already have my tickets. I got my tickets literally on day one that the tickets went on sale, pun intended. But I... Thank you, sir. You know where I got that from. I, I know exactly where you got that from. Yes. Just can don't I, let Leon do the plumbing in your house. You can I tell
2: call. you something? <laughs> can I tell you something that's hilarious? Yeah. Is yeah. that you told that and I it, it just came out. I didn't even think about the that, that we actually talked about it. And when I did it, I kind of went, well, you know where I got that from. Like, holy shit. She fucking got me, too. Just like she got Jeff. <laughs> just like she got Jeff. Because he yeah. ain't mean to do it either because you know what happens. Yeah,
3: but the problem is Jeff got the pussy. You ain't get the pussy. So no, where, what's wrong I'm, with you, I'm, sir?
2: I'm, I'm just saying it's just like it's really interesting that that happened. It's funny.
3: It's it's very catchy, yes.
2: Anyway, yes, and, and c- then, carry on.
3: And then Le- and Leon fucked it all up. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. neither here nor there. Go back and watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. folks. If you're not, that, that you know, I'm, I'm going to say Curb Your Enthusiasm is, is the greatest show in the history of shows. Oh. I'm going there. I'm going there.
2: A conversation I'm for another there. day.
3: Love that show. Okay. Well, that's a conversation for another day. Well, it, summer's coming up, man. We're going to have a lot of empty space and we'll get into that but Listen,
2: that's honestly yeah. i should i should grab a page in here on the on the big show sheet which is a notebook um that says summer ideas so i'm gonna use the last page now and we're gonna start this right now because i was while i was saying the idea i was like no i'm not gonna do this but by the end of saying the idea i'm like well this sounds good so let's start it right now uh summer yes summer yeah idea. so so copy that idea
3: down into to on the three man weave top 10 NBA players of all time. Put that one down too, because we'll have, we will have some opportunity to have those arguments as well, but doubling back to day one, I'm interested because I don't think that they're going to be able to get Dwayne for WrestleMania in Dallas this year. So I'm interested to see how they are going to extend this feud between Roman and Brock Lesnar because I'm assuming that's going to be the main event at WrestleMania next year as well. So I wanna see how they're gonna possibly extend that view. That that's what I'm most looking forward to.
2: I'm still writing my summer ideas down. Keep talking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like the Beth Phoenix edge versus Miz and Maurice. I like that as well. I'm also interested to see where they're going to go with the uh, Raw championship. I would like Big E to walk into WrestleMania. My perfect scenario, I would love to see Big E versus Goldberg. Right. Because that's a match that Big E has been clamoring for for years.
2: Stop. Stop there, though. Stop there after you're done.
3: Okay. Oh, you want me to keep going? I just don't know if Big E is going to carry the title into... WrestleMania.
2: We can talk about that. We can talk about that right now and kind of close out our wrestling talk here. That's a good question. I am going to, and I already have, predicted Seth Rollins to win here, even though it's changed into a Fatal 4-Way. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I've enjoyed Raw and SmackDown the last two to three episodes each. Really? Yeah. I have, actually. Actually, this last Raw... And smacked the last, the last two raws in the last SmackDown, as we record on a, a Friday a SmackDown has just started. You're listening Saturday morning. I, I've really enjoyed them both, honestly. I think the stuff that Sami Zayn has done with Brock Lesnar is unfucking believably great.
3: Oh, Sami Zayn is might be the most underrated talent in wrestling, period. He's and, fucking awesome in whatever he does.
2: And and we're both Saturday Night Live fans, so you have to treat WWE and when you watch Raw on SmackDown like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, some of the segments aren't going to get over with you. But if you just keep tuning in, there's going to be two or three and and once in a while there's a whole show that just kicks your ass in in a good way. So that's that's how I look at it, folks. Don't watch it live. That's a, watch it unless you're home and doing nothing and and drinking. Um, don't watch it live. But otherwise, put it on the DVR and fast forward through the stuff you don't want to. But sometimes you fast forward through that stuff and you're missing stuff that you actually like too. So it's, it's kind of a horse of piece.
3: That's a good analogy, by the way. So if you okay, so if you're going into day one saying that Seth Rollins is going to walk out with the belt, what does he do at Mania then? Or does he even hold the title until Mania?
2: Yeah, no, him at Mania, um, whatever. I don't know who you got. Maybe, uh... Well, that's literally the
3: question I asked you, sir. Can you at least try to come up with something, and I can uh, say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Can you try, please, and thank you,
2: so we can have a podcast? Seth and, uh, wow. Well, you just, I just, I just didn't, I guess, I didn't think it through, or I had it before, and I don't know now. Um, it's been a whirlwind of a day. I don't know if you've heard, um... (laughs) <laughs> Yo, you ain't got to tell me. Yeah,
3: yeah, this day cost me eleven hundred bucks, man. So everybody can blow me right now. Uh,
2: below me, Be- below below me. Um, that's a Jeopardy joke. Oh, nice. How about? How about? <laughs> I, I would say at this point, the audience clearly understands we've been drinking for a while.
3: And I probably just gave myself COVID because I don't know where my hands are. <laughs> that's,
2: that's sad. That's sad. That's funny and sad. Uh, comedy is tragedy. Oh, <laughs> um, tragedy is comedy. Big Seth Rollins against, boy, I, Lashley? One on one? Okay,
3: but they're both heels. So, I mean, Lashley is a face. Like, what he went through on Raw. That's face material, but technically he's a heel.
2: So we're gonna have heel on heel at Mania. Well, is it Big E chasing and winning again, winning at WrestleMania over Seth Rollins? That, that,
3: maybe, but that's boring. You know that don't make me moist. You're not moist about that possibility, are you? Be tell the truth, shame the devil.
2: Okay, who is there for Rollins then? But who is there for Big E? Goldberg, that's the match he's been wanting this whole time. Oh, what about Rollins and Goldberg. Goldberg wins it back, and then Biggie wins it from him on Monday Night Raw, and then that's the end. Goldberg gone. And then you, you got really Biggie. See... And then you got Biggie
3: really versus Goldberg.
2: But then you got Biggie Rollins the rest of the way for the summer.
3: May. Maybe you run back the Edge thing. Maybe Edge wins the Rumble, and you run back that feud. And if, if Seth is the champion, and then you've got all that meat on the bone that you can play off of for a Mania match, obviously Seth's got to go over there, but maybe that's it. And we do the mixed tag at Rumble? Well, we can't do it at Rumble if Edge is in the, if, uh, Edge's in the Yes, we can. It's WWE. They do what they want.
2: How about, Seth, and then, Ra- and then, How about Seth, Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle? Bro, that ain't happening. He ain't been with Randy this long for nothing. Something's going to happen at some point. That's the Mania match, Randy and Riddle. That could be the between Mania match and the shit could happen it's, at Rumble.
3: Bro, it's, pro- it's WWE, man. It's probably going to be almost... Versus Seth Rollins and almost wins the title at Mania. Well, it's WWE.
2: Omos and AJ got back together now, so there you go. Yeah, for now. What about if it's, it's a heel? What if about what about if those two getting back together turns them as face as a tag team and propels AJ to challenge Rollins for the title and Omos heel turns at Mania on AJ and ends up being... Rollins heater for a while and then flips back to face by Summerslam and takes the belt off Rollins by Tony.
3: Out of those two gentlemen, the what is gonna be the next one in line for a title shot, a world or universal title shot, we already
2: know it's gonna be almost. It's not gonna be agent. But I set him up so good so that he goes back and forth flip flops, so when he finally beats Rollins at Summerslam, he's fucking in there like swimwear. Speaking okay of, so why speaking, don't, of, okay, speaking so, of speaking of drizzly.com
3: <laughs> Okay so why don't you email your resume to Nick Khan or Titan Towers or whoever the fuck and you can book WrestleMania sir Man. What you said makes too much sense which means that's not what they're going to do
2: I don't I've I've been hitting a few of these out of the park today I think I think I might really? I, I can, might you didn't
3: sleep this whole time. How'd you hit anything out the parking? you've been taking naps this whole time.
2: I had a nap today. It was great.
3: Do your nap gave you clarity, huh? You
2: hear voices in your head, sir. <laughs> I think we're going to need a commercial <laughs> break. We'll be right back, folks. This is DWI Podcast number three hundred three, right here on the Chairshot Radio Network. A big part of the Chairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head.
3: TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid
0: for by the following.
2: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net.
3: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
2: Welcome back. Episode 303 DWI Podcast. PC Tunney, Christopher Platt here with you today. DPP and AJB out on assignment. You can follow them at It's Me DPP and at phenomenal AJB. As for us, let's talk some sports, Chris. couple big breaking news since three-man weave. So let's enlighten the people. Since it's you and I, we can run the pick and roll once again. Uh, shout out to our three-man weave brother, Ray Cash, as well. Always thinking about you, my friend. And uh, Kyrie Irving, apparently, the Nets are going to bring him in and let him play in the road games he can play in because he's not allowed to play at the arena they play at because of the laws that are happening over there in New Jersey or, or in Brooklyn, sorry, in New York. Um, he can practice at the facility. He can play in select cities on road games. You know, considering Harden's out in the COVID protocol and they're looking at thinking they're taxing Durant on too many minutes, Is this just that or is it like at some point we got to figure out a way to get him to maybe be around the guys enough where he goes, I'm going to get vaccinated just because I love these guys.
3: My question, Tony, is why haven't they been doing this from the beginning? This has always been on the table. This was always a possibility. I understand they didn't want to, they were concerned about the chemistry with the team, but if you're going to do it now, why had you not been doing this from the beginning?
2: Listen, I'm going to answer your question, and then I'm going to let you go ahead and give your take on the whole situation, because I think they thought if he sat out long enough, he would miss it and get vaccinated and come back all together. But I think now they're going, listen, you know what? Uh, he's there let's use him because in, we could use him in situations where we can get Durant at, and or Harden games of rest on certain road games because he's in shape and there and we don't have to worry about it because we're already winning without him especially Harden right like or Kyrie and Harden are out there and now you're more outside so the big guys are more viable because the attention's on the outside because Durant's tab for a game so I think it's more about thinking about letting Durant do some load management where you still have the two studs on the offensive side of the ball. There,
3: you know, Teddy. That's the crazy thing about this whole Brooklyn scenario. Like, obviously, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding Brooklyn, and a lot of that is Kyrie, and a lot of that is James Harden coming back. He seems to be a little bit out of shape. Maybe he's not fully fully healed from his injury. I know they kind of changed the rules up a little bit in the league as well, and people are kind of attributing that to Harden not being where Harden was because he can't just flop like he used to, whatever, whatever. But the funny thing is, and also, they've been using LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin a hell of a lot. But the funny thing is, when you look at the standings, and I haven't looked at them today, but... Brooklyn is still at the top of the heap. If they're not the one seed in the East, they they're not any further than two or three. Like they're still winning these ball games. And Kevin Durant, we, we talked on the weave about Steph Curry, about he how he's got to be the front runner for MVP this season. But Kevin Durant on the lowest of keys, it ain't even the lowest of keys. This is like a D sharp. It's got to be right there with him. Now yes he is playing way too many minutes right now but they're still maintaining. So that's the the crazy thing about Brooklyn. They just need one other guy. Whether it be James Harden or Kyrie, they just need one other guy because they were what, 5 inches away from a cuz you know the the shot that Kevin Durant hit to send it into overtime. He was clearly trying to wrap it up in game seven, but his feet were too big. He was literally five inches away from sending home the eventual NBA champions. And it was just Kevin Durant and the pips at that point, not, not glad night. It was Kevin Durant and the pips and they were that close to sending home the eventual NBA champions. So this team doesn't need a whole lot They just need one of those guys with Kevin Durant. And if Kyrie, if they want to bring him back to play the the road games, again, I don't know why they didn't do that from the beginning. You bring up a good point as to why they didn't, but, yeah,
2: some Kyrie is better than no Kyrie. Let's get into another fun topic that we pretty much missed out by hours as we recorded Wednesday evening for Thursday's three-man weave urban meyer is officially out as the jaguars head coach not surprising at all we already discussed all of this let's discuss the other side of this now chris
3: what the girl that he's putting his finger in, in her ass <laughs> he's got plenty of more time for finger banging and he's still making money so yeah If I was her, I'd try to get a book deal. It worked out well for Lewinsky.
1: Because I went to the salon with her, and I got my asshole bleached, too. And I love my new asshole.
2: Not saying, just saying. No,
3: I'm going to say shout out to the women that get their asshole bleached. That means they're getting fucked in the ass, and you are literally doing God's work. I salute all of you women. Shout out to you. Seriously. Seriously. You're the true, you're the real MVPs. We ain't talking about Durant's what mother. Let's, I'm not going there. You're the real MVPs.
2: <laughs> I don't know that Kevin would have appreciated you for involving his mother <laughs> in that, uh, Stephen. <laughs> uh, you could cross him off the interview list. Anyway, uh, Urban Meyer, the question now, Chris, is not whether he'll ever be an NFL coach again or whether or not he could go be a high school coach somewhere it's whether or not he takes a year or two off then has a interview with the exact right media outlet and interviewer and comes out and says yeah i, I you know i i i i, 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 I uh, started to do drink my own Kool-Aid and I feel bad about it and I apologize to everybody and I would love to, you know if there was anything I could ever do to kind of wrap up my career it would probably be go back to some college program and, and, and help get that going and, you know, really just help the kids again. And I've just want to even if that doesn't happen, I want to apologize for what happened. And if he comes out and says that and, and feigns the sincerity, something I, I bring up so often, not necessarily that I don't mean some of the things I say, but just to that you people know in real life that that happens in a lot of ways in a lot of different uh, avenues. Um, uh, is there a chance he could come back and ends up coaching, like, uh, you know, l- listen to these programs that have had a lot of turnover and, and that aren't horrible programs, either like a Texas Tech or a West Virginia or Virginia Tech or or or, or a Nebraska or something like that. You know what I mean? People, the, the teams, the programs with, with success in their past that, that just haven't been getting it done lately because Urban comes in in a college setting, I think, uh, w- with that kind of, you know um, – um, Penance paid, uh, feigning uh, penance there in an interview, um, you know, could possibly put him back in that situation, even if he wants to be there. But you can't imagine this guy with that big of ego wanted to be, you know, end his coaching career like that.
3: So I'm a well, before I get into that, let me say this. I and I we were actually at Bowling Green State University simultaneously. And I was friends with a lot of the players because, I mean, frankly, there was only so many black people in at Bowling Green State University, and we all knew each other. But a lot of the players didn't like Urban. Like, that that's thats kind of the constant when it comes to Urban. The players don't like him. His fellow coaches don't like him. I'm not just talking about the coaches on the staff. I'm talking about his peers. They don't like him. The media doesn't like him. Nobody likes this fellow farmer. But that being said, I think that you're you're aiming a little bit too low for him and his skill sets, honey. We've talked about this on a couple of shows, man. I don't think that Brian Kelly is long for that LSU job. That shit's just not going to work out. So I'm going to say this, man. Within the next three to five years, do not be shocked if Urban Meyer ends up at LSU. Don't be shocked if that happens. Within the next three to five years.
2: Okay, Um, I just looked up Urban Meyer's age. I thought he was 10 years older than he was. I thought he was in his late 60s. He's 57, so
3: yes. Yeah. still relatively a young yeah. man, especially in the coaching circle.
2: Yeah. So I want to – I've already given this away, if you listen enough, that a lot of the, my gimmicks and things I do and things I repeat, not that I don't believe in them, are things that I've stolen from other people and – Everything I said about Urban Meyer coming back and and doing an interview and and, and staying away for one or two years and then being a college coach again was said by Tony Kornheiser uh, on PTI as we record on Friday. And I just agree with that 100%. I think now understanding that he is not even 60 easily could come back one year off at 58-ish, 9 or whatever the recruiting starts coach for five years and, and still be retired again, having maybe won another championship before 65, right? Like, yeah. Uh, could he be the first? You know, the redeeming thing that he could do would be, you know, actually change. But <laughs> career-wise. Career that, ain't, that ain't happening. Yeah, career-wise, it could be taking a non-power five to winning a national title, though. What if he goes and, and takes something I mean look at look at what happened look at what happened this week and and I wrote it down and we didn't even touch on it on three man we have Travis Hunter, arguably the top high school recruit in all of college football, backs out of his Florida State commitment, turns down Georgia, and goes to Jackson State because Deion Sanders is letting you know not only do they play the same position, but hey, I'm going to get you the same media coverage and I'm going to prepare you better than the rest of them. And I'm going to take better care of you.
3: Yeah. They don't like that shit. The powers that be, they don't like that shit at all. Even though they've been doing what they do with these kids, you know, for umpteen years, it just, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun.
2: I mean, it's a sign of, uh, of the, of the, of the time, uh, uh, the times changing and the fact that, you know yeah. these players. These players can get paid. So now it's like, well, I can still go to Jackson State, get the exposure. I'm playing for Dion, and I'm still gonna get paid like I was still going to Division One school in the SEC conference or top of the Big Ten or top of the Pac-12 or whatever. You know, because these kids were getting paid. Let's not. Let's not. You know. Let's not. You know. Uh, oh, pull, yeah, pull the wool yeah. over our own eyes here.
3: Yeah. But like I said, man, it it ain't no fun. The rabbit being the players in this particular situation having the power, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the guns, And that's why everybody's up in arms. I saw Dabo came out and said some shit about, oh, well, these players, they need to learn how to live up to their commitments, even though when these coaches get a bazillion-dollar deal, they're out the door, even though they sat in that kid's living room and told his mama they were going to be his father figure. And I'm not mad at either side of that. The game is the game. But, again, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun, and that's why everybody's up in arms about the decision that that young man made to go with primetime Deion Sanders. So things about to get very, very interesting.
2: All right, Chris, before we get to our last topic, let's just remind everybody Chair Shot Radio Network streaming on all of your favorite streaming platforms, and also at the shot.com where we encourage you to always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash shot as well. You know, you can follow me at PC Tony. You know, you can follow him at The Real C Plat, DPP at It's Me DPP, and Ray Cash. Oh, man, I, I'm AJ Blaz. I'm so I we started talking sports, and I like threw Ray in there, but you can follow him too at It's Ray cash uh is mysterious 8 is and dollar sign shout out to him but also the phenomenal and funky and also fresh <laughs> AJ Belaz at phenomenal AJB I'm just going to play this cuz this is my version of last call unfortunately um let's do this <laughs> I drink with plat. Yeah, with nobody is. <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't realize it faded out that faded low that fast. We'll just get rid of it. All right, it's last call on the d drive. Go ahead, platbus.
3: I I didn't realize it faded out, man. It like blew out my eardrums. It was obnoxiously loud. Really? Yeah, but at
2: least sh- in my ears. Should we do it again? No, it's fine. We're here now. How about the bell? Was that loud? Uh, The bell wasn't as bad as that.
3: Well, I I can't tell now because my ears have been blown out. Perhaps you should have asked me that at the beginning. What do you think
2: would be worse if your ears were blown out or your ears were blown in?
3: I don't even know what that means.
2: Now, I think about it. I don't know either. <laughs> I, I, and maybe that's the key to the answering that question. I already know what it means that my ear is blown out. Could it be possibly? Maybe it's actually. Maybe it's absolutely sumptuous to have your ears blown in. I don't know. I, like I said, I. I don't either.
3: Did Did you say absolutely sumptuous? What the fuck does that even mean, sir?
2: Uh, dude, what what is does ab- sumptuous
3: mean? What well, is sumptuous, what, sir?
2: What is What is having your ears blown in mean? Yeah, you've been saying, like, nonsensical
3: things for, like, the past two and a half minutes, man. Nobody knows what you're talking about right now. Not
2: even you. Well, the one thing I do want to talk about is whether or not we're going to see The Rock at WrestleMania here in Dallas in 2022. Your thoughts.
3: Yes, in some capacity. Not a match, but I can see him flying in for whatever the fuck he So does. you say no yeah.
2: match, no match.
3: No match, no match. But uh an appearance, yes. A 30, match, no.
2: You're holding out on 39
3: then. Yeah, because you would have been hyping this up before now if you had the rock.
2: So does Brock and Roman get stretched out all the way to Mania? Is are you still holding strong with that?
3: I think so, yes. Granted, it's weird that they're doing it on, you know, December first or excuse me, January first. That's a little weird. But yeah, I think somehow that gets stretched out. I don't think he's gonna be wrestling because you would have been advertising it before now. I think.
2: All right, fair enough. Or the I... the, the, the
3: the rumblings would have been rumbling. You know how this works,
2: aren't they? House Sway? I don't. I don't. I don't. I just. I'm just. I just ask the questions. No, no. You you you
3: clearly asked the question, and you have an opinion on this. You
2: think he is going to wrestle
3: I, at this next year's Mania? Do do you?
2: I do actually. I think they fast tracked it. I don't know, man. I, I I think I'm wrong. Maybe I was disappointed in the way the Brock thing was handled early on. But I I'm getting what I wanted. I said slow play the Brock thing and put Paul Heyman in the middle, and they did that, and they're building it. So yeah, I guess. You're likely right. The only thing for me is The Rock's going to be another year older. Now, granny doesn't have to have that great of a match either. So
3: That's fair, because it's The Rock at this point, man. We'll just be okay. happy to and, see him wrestling. Well, and no? versus
2: Roman, too. And that's like, that is yeah. a lot of, you know.
3: Yeah. Personally, I think they flipped the title at day one. And then Roman gets it back at Mania. That's not the sexiest storyline they can okay. go
2: with, but how it looks—that's what it looks like. I thought that too, but it—but it, how know else it, do it ruins you keep it, going? it? It, you, you can figure that out with using Paul Heyman. I think it's just it makes Roman versus the Rock that much sexier. Like you know, I agree because, I, yeah, I don't want Roman because to because look look lose, at it this way. Look at it this way. The best, the very best fucking thing that can happen is that Roman holds this belt through all this Brock stuff and it does last through Mania. And then he takes care of all the things that he needs to take care of leading up to next year's Mania. And then he's held the belt for that much longer and he's taking the rock on at Mania Everybody and their mother absolutely thinks that Roman's winning, uh, losing this match, and lose. Finally, he's, this is we've built here because this is where he loses, and this is a Rock's last hurrah, but he wins, and there's no big send off for the Rock, and it's kind of sad, and Rock never comes back again. And Roman well, I mean, just, and Roman just carries on, and 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 the booze he got after beating the Undertaker, and, and playing that perfectly. The, the feeling we get as wrestling fans and, and and smarter smarks than could be hopefully is that we get that moment again, times like a million because the rock's gone. And we built to that for over two years and it didn't happen. And you wanted it so bad.
3: I mean, you got to assume just because of his age and everything else he's got going on, that this is going to be the let the rock's last match. And that's wrestling one-on-one you go out on your back right i would prefer for roman to keep the title and not lose until it's time for him to lose and make the next guy no matter how long that takes i, I just don't have faith in wwe playing that story and storyline out like that which is why i think they flip the title at day one and then roman gets it back versus brock at next year's mania i hope i'm wrong but how else would you keep that storyline going?
2: I hear you. I hear you. I think we had a good time today. I think that's a good conversation. I think that's something to look forward to as we move forward to the road to WrestleMania here. And it's all started already. I always say, once you get past survivor series, we're, we're on the road to the road, which means it's just one left turn. And, and there she is. She's, she's, she's up ahead of us, the light at the end of the tunnel. So we'll see what happens. Uh, DWI Podcast 303, another one in the books. Uh, shout out to DPP at its Me TPP, Shout out to at PhenomenalAJB. Um, and, and Ray Cash as well, because I threw him in there because we've been weaving. Um, <laughs> at it, It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y's, Mysterio, C-A-S-H-S, and dollar signs. Christopher, where can everybody on the planet Earth in the galaxy known as the Milky Way find you? In Atlanta, Georgia. Word. But on
3: the yeah, but on the web, go go holler at me at the Real C Plat on Twitter. More importantly than that, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content you love so much day in and day out here at the Chair Shot is by supporting the movement by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot T shirt. Please and thank you, thank you and please.
2: We actually talked some wrestling today. How about that? I'm kind of proud of us. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, wrestling has some shit going on that we needed to talk about. So there's that. So you should be proud of wrestling, even though we don't talk any AEW on here. And AEW has been
2: killing it. Well, you kind of ruined that right there, didn't you? You can find me at PC Tony on Twitter and Facebook. You can find this show at, at podcast DWI right there on the Twitter and on Instagram somewhere. I'm not fucking sure. DP's not here. He takes care of that shit. Sorry, DP. I love you, but I don't listen all the time. He already knew that, and you already knew that you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D D W W I I. I dig it! Just the two of us We can make it if we tried. This is the reggae mix, just the two of us.
3: Samson Simpson. I'm from Jamaica. If I wasn't from Jamaica, why would I be wearing this hat? But a mercy. (laughs) What is that from?
2: Half-baked. Oh, yes. (laughs) I got cool. I got cool runnings right away. I got (laughs) (laughs) confused. Hey, dog, you okay, man? Yeah. We got to go. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris.